Welcome to 15 with Christine. Will Slappy, CEO of IT Voice, is our special guest today. So let's get started. On 15 with Christine, we talk about all things business growth. But before we dive in, I want to let you know where you can find the broadcast. I'll come to you live on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and you won't miss an episode. You know, my goal with 15 with Christine is to introduce you to people who can help you grow your business and help, help you grow your career. And today we're talking to Will Slappy, who may be able to help people do both. Uh, Will, welcome back. Thanks for coming back on. Thanks, Christine. It's great to be here again. You know, a, a lot has changed, I think, even since the last time you joined at 15 with Christine. Um, but the first question I wanted to ask you, Will, is, you know, when I met you, which was probably around around three years ago, um, at that time, IT Voice was Slappy Communications, probably had around 20 employees. And then fast forward to today, I think you are over 200 employees. You have a presence in 14 states and, and counting. So my first question is, I'm curious, what has led to that massive growth for IT Voice? Yeah, um, well, numbers are close. It's more like 35 employees, but still significant growth. Um, and uh, we should be at 200 employees by by the, the end of the year. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of that growth has come through acquisition. Um, and so as we you know, wanted to begin that growth um, process, um, we've done a lot organically to grow, but also, hey, you know, it, there's a, the, the, the trouble with growing organically is that you always have like this chicken and egg problem. Like, okay, we need the people to support yes. the customer. We also need to find yes. the customer. And so You're acquisition right. kind of lets you cheat a little bit because you can basically get the customer and the people supporting them at the same time and then bridge it together uh, and get the efficiencies that uh, that you want to get. So it's it's uh, it's kind of a, a way to cheat and get there a little bit faster than trying to do it all organically. Sure. I, you know, would you say, I, I like the way you said uh, efficient, um, because there's still very much a process, whether you're growing organically or via acquisition. Would you agree? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, and there's a lot of similarities between the two. We actually even found, like, for example, um, in some of the early acquisitions, we weren't really onboarding them as much as we needed to. And then at some point yes. in the process, somebody said, you know, we should onboard employees through acquisitions the same way, you know, onboard a normal employee. Um, and so, you know, we've changed some of that, you know, over time as we've, you know, kind of, you know, uh, learned through a lot of mistakes. Well, if we if we take a look at the maybe the 30,000 foot view, when when you started this journey of, you know, fast growth, you know, through through acquisition, through organic growth, what vision did you have? How would you describe that vision that you saw for the future? 
Yeah, so there's a couple of things that came from that. So, you know, my father founded our company almost 60, uh, or I'm sorry, almost 40 years ago. And as, you know, I'd grown up in the company and then took over about seven years running things. And so there was a little bit for me of just wanting to like take the business to the next level. And one of the challenge of doing something, you know, bigger and, um, and so that, that was kind of the, the original kind of thought, if you will, is like, Hey, you know, let's, let's do something. And for me in my personality, different from my father, I've always really loved leveraging things. And so like, yeah. Hey, look, you can, if you can get a process and nail it down and be really good and you can do it a million times, how much more efficiency can you get from that um, versus only doing a few times? So that was kind of the underpinnings from it. Um, and then as we begin to grow, a lot of where the vision has come into what, what we talk about all the time with the team here is uh, a coupling of two things, um, world-class technology and hometown service. Uh, yeah. And so for a lot of what's in the market is you have these really big technology companies out there that can bring yeah. you world-class technology, but you're just going to be another customer, another number kind of on their sheet. Um, right. And then the other end of the spectrum, you have some of those smaller companies who have really great hometown service, but if, you know, do you want a, a group of five to 10 people be managing your cybersecurity, for example? That's, you know, they don't necessarily have, and nothing against those companies, but it's hard right. to have the qualified experts on your team to really be able to handle all of a business's, you know, technology. And so we really are narrowing in on that part in the middle where we're not some massive company that's so large that we can't relate to our customers. And we still right. are very market centric and local centric in terms of how that we do it, but also that we've got enough of those resources to bring that true world-class experience to each of our customers. So if we use the example, I mean, like I think uh, the, the other day we were headed out of town to a family Christmas gathering. My husband had ordered a gift Amazon was supposed to send a whole set of tools. The box only had one tool in it. So I, I told my husband, I said, hey, go, you know, go get online and find out how Amazon can fix it. They, they usually will take care of it. Well, you know what? He was so frustrated because you can't call them. All you can do is message and chat with them. And, you know, we, we got it fixed. But, man, he was angry when he found out you can't even talk to someone. So is that oh. what you're talking about? Like if you're with one of those really big companies, like you can't even talk to someone real to solve your problem or your other yeah, option is, you know, maybe someone whose office is down the street from you or someone you've known for 20 years, but they have six people on their team and they're great people, but their breadth of resources is not the same. Is that the analogy? Yeah, I think that that's, that's right on. And, and some of the bigger companies in our industry, you can call them. Sure. But you're on 800 number. How long does it take you to actually get to somebody and they're transferring right. you around and, you know, it's just a whole different experience. I mean, when, when our customers call I me, mean, I look at this stat every week, you know, and right now we're averaging like 11 seconds from when customers call us to now they are on the phone talking to somebody. Um, yeah. And to your point, yeah, we have all those expert, experts. If you need a SQL expert, if you need a VMware expert, if you need a private cloud expert, a public cloud expert, Office 365, what, whatever it might be, you know, that we've got people who all they do is just backups. All they do is just firewalls. All they do is right. just a UCAS solution. So we've got people that specialize in every area um, that now we're able to provide to our customers. Um, and more than, you know, like when we were smaller, we had a lot of people wearing a lot of different hats and they did a good job with that. But sometimes when you really need that person, that's the expert expert, um, you know, now we're having to fumble through that when we were smaller. Now it's like, Hey, we've got all of that, you know, on our local staff. Ready to go. Even when you look at the world of cybersecurity, has it changed even in the past three years? 
as far as what the expertise you need to bring to your clients so that they fully understand the risk and their mitigation plan. Yeah, for sure. And actually, uh, probably one of the most, you know, there's two things of the companies we acquire and like why that they sell. And the two things are a mix between people who uh, are obviously retiring and, and just, you know, uh, yeah. a season of life is. And the, and the other number one that I hear is cybersecurity has gotten to be too big that I feel comfortable managing and, and trying to do that alone. So even from the, the yes. companies that are in this business and those smaller companies, um, they, are, they are looking at it and saying, man, this is too much for a team of five to 10 people really to be able to manage and manage well and saying, we need to get some, some additional help with this. Um, I mean, cybersecurity, I mean, it used to just be like so easy, right? And um, I mean, you could just block certain things and turn on some filters and, um, and, and, and this, you know, you all, no one, I, mean, I shouldn't say no one, unfortunately, no one, but many people, when they got that email that said, hey, this is your uncle and I'm in Africa and I need some help or whatever, like not many people fell for that. But now some of the cyber attacks are getting, you know, like in the business email compromise, they will stalk you on social media and now send, you know, a message that sounds like it's, you know, really happening. So yeah. as yeah. just one example, I mean, we could go through a lot of different examples, but just as one example um, that uh, that you will see now compared to, you know, to, to what it was before. I mean, um, they'll even like, you know, they'll watch you on LinkedIn or whatever and, and actually use sentences and words how you would use to now mimic you versus when you get that email that would be in all lowercase and misspelled and, you know, the whole nine yards that would be pretty obvious that this was, you know, a, a bad actor. So as the approaches to breach security have gotten more, much more sophisticated, the way to combat it is more sophisticated. Yeah, for sure. So Will, if we, if we, if we change the lens, if we were talking to one of your best clients, what would they say about what IT voice does for them? Like why does security matter for their business and why does investing with you really pay off for them? Yeah. So I, I would say a couple of things. So the, the, the thing that I hear from clients that, that I, I love to hear is, man, I wish we had done this sooner. Um, you know, you talk to them about what they need to do and then eventually like they do it. And then once they do it, like, you know, like you've really, when they say that, you know, you've really made an impact, you know, on their business. Um, and part of kind of our, you know, vision and mission as a company is like, you know, we want to, we want to ultimately make the world a better place. You know, one business's technology at a time when we can help somebody do their technology better and that saves them time that gives back to them personally that can give, you know, uh, back to them financially um, that can impact their employees, you know, that that really has that trickle effect in a lot of different ways. And so that's one of the things I'm you know, super you know, passionate about. Um, you also hear like these horror stories, you know, and unfortunately, in my my world. I mean, I get to hear these all the time where all of a sudden somebody did not have the protections in place. And then, you know, um, we, uh, I was talking to our insurance person the other day about, you know, the claims on cyber insurance and what's happening. And the number of claims on cyber insurance is like, I think it's like 10x what like property and casualty is. And where, you know, I couldn't get into quite say it just because of, of his business, but, you know, it, it was one of those things where if you had to choose between should you have property and casualty insurance and should you have cyber insurance? Cyber insurance is far more vulnerable for most businesses 
you know, and because even if you have your building like burned down or something, unless like, I mean, most businesses, especially in the professional services world, right. it's all about right. the intellectual property and those relationships with those customers and all that right. stuff. That's reputation. Your reputation, yes. all of that, that you would be far like, if, you know, if you're sitting there as a business owner and you're asking yourself, would I rather lose my building and everything in it? Or would I rather lose all of the data that I have about all of my customers and all of my work product? Like which one would be easier to replace? You can go find a place to lease pretty easily, right? Or buy or whatever. Trying to replace all that intellectual information is really hard. So as you have, as you have grown over the past three years, you know, you have many new solutions, many new problems that you can help your clients solve. I'm just curious, as, as you have invested in your sales team learning the Sandler methodology with me, how would you describe how Sandler has been a part of growing your team, whether that's bringing in new people through, through acquisition or equipping your senior team that is already really good at what they do? Yeah. So historically, we've always been um, a company that is sold on value. Right. Yeah. You know, of course, we want to be competitive for what we're doing, but our goal is not to just win on price. Right. Um, and and so what Sandler's really helped us do is help to better um, put into a process teaching new team members how to do that. We were doing yeah. it before, but, you know, it's kind of a little bit haphazard, if you will, um, sure. in, in our approach. And some of those things that you just kind of know and you've known for a long time and then trying to teach somebody new. Uh, you know, it, you're like, well, just do it this way, but they don't really understand like the, the pieces. And so Sandler has right. helped us to break down what we were already doing, but in a, a systematic way. And not to mention, you know, um, just the extra help where it's not something I'm having to do or Tim, my sales director, is having okay. to do. Um, and so, you know, Sandler coming alongside our team to not only have the curriculum, but also the actual, you know, labor, if you will, that having the time sure. to teach our team that. That um, that has made a, a big impact to allow us to grow and making sure that we're continuing to get our sales team into that value selling mentality that we've had. You know, and this brings us to, you know, what type of opportunities are there today at IT Voice? And, you know, and as I've worked with some of your new people, I know for them, the opportunity to learn Sandler, the opportunity to have a structured approach to the sales process was was valuable to them. But how would you characterize that? And then how would you share to anyone listening who might be looking for their next opportunity? Why should they look at IT Voice? Yeah, so I, even, you know, I felt like I knew a lot about uh, sales, um, but there's always more to learn. And even like some of the things that maybe I was doing just because I just happened upon it or just maybe intuitively knew it. Sailors really yes. helped me to articulate, oh, hey, that's why that's working and then better, you know, replicate it. Because I've used it not just in sales, but with recruiting or employee. I mean, ultimately, the Sandler process is about how to communicate and work with other people in a productive right. fashion. And that can be in sales, but it can also be internal. Um, I mean, it's probably even helped me in my marriage some too. So, um, you know, all of all those different facets of life that that that's super helpful for in terms of opportunities with IT Voice. You know, on our website there's a careers page, and somebody can see those opportunities. But if somebody out there is listening, is like, hey, you know, I love what I hear. You know, at IT Voice, and I don't see this specific job available. There's an opportunity for people to just apply anyway. Um, we're always looking for great people 
And so if somebody fits into, um, uh, if, if somebody is a really good fit for us, whether we have the position or not, we've hired a lot of people without a position. So um, if somebody's really excited about us and thinks that they make a good team member for us, then, you know, you can shoot us a message and we'd love to talk to you. Love that approach, Will. You know, and if you'd like to learn more about IT Voice, you can go to www.itvoice.com. But encourage you, if you're on LinkedIn, definitely follow Will Slappy. It's at www.linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Will Slappy. Will posts great content about leadership, about developing yourself. He also shares new opportunities at IT Voice. Will, thanks so much for coming on. Appreciate the conversation. I can tell you guys that Will is developing a fantastic team. And if you're interested in finding out about those opportunities at IT Voice, definitely check them out. I will be back in two weeks for another conversation on 15 with Christine. Until then.